Good morning to everyone. It's good to see you. The um, fundamental mitzvah of Kiddush is to declare the holiness of Shabbos <coughs> over a cup of wine. As the uh, Gemara tells us in Mesech Pesachim, and Avkuvav Amir Aleph, commenting on the Pesach in this week's parasha, Zachar uh, Yom HaShabbos L'Kadsha, you should remember Shabbos to make it holy. Zechreu Alayayin. You should remember it over a cup of wine. And that's the fundamental mitzvah of Kiddush, is to declare the holiness of Shabbos in conjunction with a cup of wine. However, the Gemara tells us in Mesech Pesachim a little bit earlier, and Avkufa Mabay is going over to Kufal from Aleph, that their Midrabanan, uh, they established a second obligation with regards to Kiddush, not only that it be done in conjunction with a cup of wine, but that it be done in connection with the Suda. The Gemara tells us over here in Kufa Mabez, those people who make Kiddush in Shul, Rav's opinion was when uh, if you made Kiddush and Shul Friday night, when you go home, you can't continue to drink wine with a bracha. You have to make another Bari Priyagofen. But you don't have to make Kiddush again. You already yotze Kiddush and Shul. Not only do you have to make another Bari Priyagofen, but you have to uh, make Kiddush again. The Kiddush that you made in Shul, uh, you were not yotze with that Kiddush. So the Gemara has a kash according to Rav and according to Shmuel. According to Rav, if you were yotze Kiddush in Shul, why do people, when they come home, make Kiddush again? And Rav explained, it was Kiddush in order to be mighty the rest of his family. According to Shmuel, if you're not yotze with Kiddush in Shul Friday night, why do people bother doing it? Sigmar explains, In order to be mighty, the guests of their obligation of Kiddush, that they eat, drink, and they live in the shul. So it's to be mighty then. This is Shmuel's position, is based on the following principle. A person can only fulfill Kiddush if it's taking place in the same place or in connection with his Seuda. So since a person uh, is not going to eat and drink and sleep in the shul, he can't be Yotze Kiddush there. He can only be Yotze Kiddush when he gets home, when he recites Kiddush in conjunction, connection with the Seuda. Why did they make Kiddush in shul? That was for the Archim who were eating and sleeping uh, in the shul. And we passing like Shmuel, not only does Kiddush have to be recited in conjunction with a cup of wine, but Ein Kiddush Ela B'Makam Seuda, that has to be done in connection with the Seuda Shabbos as well. What is uh, Shmuel's position based upon? I mean, where does it come from? So the Rashbam there explains, as we'll revisit in, in, in a moment, but the Rashbam, uh, just to read it quickly, the Rashbam writes at the fourth line, in the middle of the line, based on the Pesach and Sefer Yishayahu, V'karasa l'Shabbos Oineg, L'Kadosh Hashem Echubad, that's the Pesach, that you should call Shabbos a delight. So it says that the Rashbam, B'mokam shata kare l'Shabbos, in the place where you call Shabbos, Kloimah Kriya de Kiddush, where you remember the holiness, or declare the holiness of uh, Shabbos, through Kiddush, Sham Tehei Oinek, that's where your delight, that's where your enjoyment should be, meaning in the same place where you make Kiddush, that's where you should have your Seuda, Ein Kiddush, Ela B'mokam Seuda. And that's how we paskin uh, like Shmuel. Because of that, because we passing like Shmuel and Kiddush Elo B'Makam Seuda, the Karasal Shabbos Oinig, where the Kriya is, that's where the Oinig should be. So the Rush writes, what about in our times where people uh, don't uh, eat and uh, sleep in the shul? Should we continue to make Kiddush Friday night in shul? The only reason Rav held, uh, I'm sorry, the only reason Shmuel held that we make Kiddush in shul is to be Moitzi the Archimedei Chayvasan. 
So nowadays we don't have people living in shul, so we continue to make Kiddush in shul. So the Rush writes in the second line, uh, four words in, V'kevan de Hilchus HaKishmuel, HaMekadosh V'Beis is a person makes Kiddush in shul, Ileka Archim, if there's no Archim, there's no guests who are eating and sleeping there, nearer the Havi Brachal of Atala. Then uh, nowadays it will be uh, a Brachal of Atala to continue to make Kiddush in shul, because no one's Yaitzeh, there are no Archim. And the person himself who's making the Kiddush is not Yaitzeh, he can only be Yaitzeh in conjunction, connection with his Seuda at home. And not only uh, will it be a brachal of Atala, but if you look at the Mordechai, and always doubt, he quotes him to Maram, the Makadish with Beis HaKnes is lo yishta. Even if you're being moitzi the Archim, you yourself can't drink. Because since you're not being yoitzi with this Kiddush, if you'll drink from the wine, it will be the equivalent of drinking before Kiddush, which one is not allowed to do. You can't eat or drink before Kiddush. And since you're not yoitzi, it will be uh, tantamount, it will be the same as eating or drinking uh, before Kiddush. So if there's no guests there, the Rosh says it's a brachla v'atala, and even if there are guests there, the opinion of the Maram was, since you're not Yaitse Kiddush, in this fashion, you, you can't drink the wine. However, the Rosh on the second line, back in Oiz Gimel, quotes from Rabbeinu Yoyna, who disagrees. For Rabbeinu Yoyna Pirish, there ain't a brachla v'atala. Even if there are no guests in Shul, that doesn't make it into a brachla v'atala. This halacha that you have to recite Kiddush in connection with the Seuda Shabbos is only a din mid Rabbanon. They found support for it in the Pasuk, but it's just in a, an Asmachta, there's a support for this din de Rabbanon in the Pasuk. But the Iker Kiddush min the fundamental mitzvah of Kiddush Midiraisa, who Kiddushiv Zechrei Walyayim, Beknisa is to declare the holiness of Shabbos over a cup of wine, but that's it, not in connection with the Suda. Hilkach, Kevin Shayej Bnei Adam Shayenam Yoydam Lakadesh, she introduces a new concern. Since there are people who don't know how to make Kiddush, Nogu Lakadesh with Beis Hakinesis, Kadesh Yetsu Yedei Kiddush Minatayra. Now, well, let's make Kiddush in Shul. Everyone we know is covered uh, for the mitzvah of Kiddush Midiraisa, and let them go home. Uh, and make Kiddush uh, mid Rabbanan in connection with their Su'uda. However, the Rabbanu Yonah's position is that even if there are no guests here, even if a person is not eating, uh, you know, eating in the shul, it's not in connection with the Su'uda, your Yoyed say the mitzvah mid of Kiddush, the whole halach of Kiddush Mokum Su'uda is only a din mid Rabbanan, therefore we should continue to con- the practice of making Kiddush Friday night in shul. Perhaps. It's a big machlek as Rishonim, is the Yayan Deraisa. He seems to imply that it is, but many Rishonim held that it is. Or having the cup, drinking the cup, many Rishonim held the wine is their Raisa. So the Magen Avram says, according to the Rishonim, who hold that the cup of wine is not Midday Raisa either, you could be Yaitse in the Shemana Esrei. But that's Machlekes Rishonim. Many Rishonim held the wine is their Raisa, some held drinking the wine is their Raisa, not just having it for the ceremonial purposes. It's a three way Machlekes Rishonim. Some held you don't need a cup, some held you need a cup, you don't have to drink. Third opinion is you have to drink the wine. It's all a separate time. Okay, but the Rabbeinu Yaina seems to understand the fundamental of Kiddush, mitzvah of Kiddush is not in Tel Suda. That seems to be uh, clear in Rabbeinu Yaina. The Suda is only a dimid Rabbanon, so why can't you be Yaitzeh Kiddush from Kiddush, even if it's not Makam Suda, at least be Yaitzeh the mitzvah midday Raisa. And similarly, the Mordechai quotes, in the, the, again, at the end of the first line, Rabbeinu Shmuel, Hayo Eimah B'Shem HaSar Mikutsi, the Mutar Mekadesh Lishtois. Therefore, if you're Yoyte the Mitzvah of Kiddush, Midday Raisa, as long as there's a cup of wine there, even though it's not B'Makam Su'uda, so why can't the person who's making Kiddush in Shul, even if he's just being mighty the guest and he himself is not being Yoyte right now, Kiddush, he could drink the wine. It's not like drinking before Kiddush, because Midday Raisa is being Yoyte the Mitzvah now. 
Not to drink the cup of wine and rather to give it uh, to a cotton as we'll see in the Shulchan Aruch. Okay, so the opinion of the Rush is, we pass you need Kiddush Mokam Suda. The Rush holds, if you don't have Kiddush Mokam Suda, you're not yoy to the mitzvah. And therefore, we should uh, discontinue the practice of making Kiddush Friday night in Shul because we don't have guests eating and sleeping here. And uh, the Maram felt, even though uh, if there are guests, the person who's making Kiddush can't drink the wine because he himself is not Yaitse Kiddush and it's not in the place of his Suda. Rabbeinu Yoyna held, since Kiddush Makam Suda is only Dimidarabana, we can continue the practice because the people will be Yaitse Kiddush Midairaisa, Meikar Adin, he could even drink the wine. So it says in the Shulchan Aruch, uh, Shulchan Aruch initially passes like Rabbeinu Yoyna, Noig in the Kaddish Rebbeis HaKnesses, that was the Minig. That seems to be beyond dispute. Everyone agrees that was the minig. But as the Mordechai said, he should be machmer not to drink from the cup of Kiddush. Meikar Adin, the Shulchan Aruch, would pass him that he can. But the minig, again, as the Mordechai said, is not to. You should give it to a katan. Because uh, really, he should only drink from the wine at the time that he's going to do it in connection with the suda. So give it to a katan. Really, this minig was established for those who are eating and sleeping in the shul. Like Rabbeinu Yoyna said, let's continue the practice even though no one's eating and sleeping in the shul. That's the opinion of Rabbeinu Yoyna. But then the Shulchan Aruch quotes the Rosh. It would be better to discontinue the practice of making Kiddush and Shul, like the opinion of the Rush. The Rush felt if you're making Kiddush not in connection with the Suda, it has the potential to be a brachal of Atala. And therefore, we should, and, and certainly you can't drink the wine, you're not yet to eat Kiddush, would be uh, the equivalent of eating before Kiddush. And therefore, the Shulchan Aruch recommends, like the Rush, to discontinue the practice of making Kiddush and Shul, because if no one's eating here, it won't be Kiddush and Makam Suda, you're not even in fulfillment of the mitzvah, Midday Raisa, it would be uh, perhaps a brachal of Atala. But how could the Rosh possibly argue with Rabbeinu Yoyna? The Rabbeinu Yoyna argued, Kiddush Makam Suda is only the Midday Rabbanan. Midday Raisa, Yoyitzay Kiddush, Zechreu, maybe you don't even need a cup of wine. But uh, let's say you need a cup of wine, but the halacha that Shmuel introduced of Kiddush Makam Suda seems to only be a Dimid Rabbanan. How could the Rush say, if you don't have Kiddush Makam Suda, it's the equivalent of a brachal of a tagah, and that's why the Shulchan Aruch recommended to stop, uh, discontinue the practice of making Kiddush in Shul. How? How? What happened to the Mitzvah Midday Raisa of Kiddush? So Rabbi Kiva Eger argues in Shulchan Aruch that uh, the Rush must have held Kiddush Makam Suda, it didn't die Raisa. Rabbi Yoyna argues only a Dimid Rabbanan. But you don't get that impression from the source of Kiddush Makam Suda or from all of the other Achreinim who addressed the topic. Uh, the Rabbeinu, uh, Rabbi Kiva Eger's position seems to be uh, the outlier. Yeah. Hold like the refrain that you're not included to drink. You make a bar drink, or you pre with a pot of Kiddush? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. But we're, like, we're not, that's a whole separate other topic. Do you need a cup? Don't you need a cup? Yes, the Rush holds the brothel with Tullet, but you break off it. Nah, well, you can you drink the wine? You can drink the wine. How, what happened to the Mitzvah Midday of Kiddush? The other Achrayim, the Primagadim, the Minchaschinach, have a different approach in understanding this Rosh, and that is that they, uh, they uh, argue that sometimes Chazal have the ability to redefine a Mitzvah Midday and if a person will fulfill the Mitzvah in any other way than is uh, the method that is prescribed by Chazal, then they won't even be, I'd say, uh, the Mitzvah Midday even though Midday Raisa, the mitzvah of Kiddush, was Kiddush ala, ala kais, with a cup of wine. Chazal have the ability to redefine the mitzvah, even as it applies Midday Raisa, and restrict it only to a person who makes Kiddush from Makam Suda. And if you don't make Kiddush from Makam Suda, 
uh, you can't even uh, salvage. Uh, there's no, uh, you know, vestige of the mitzvah midaraisa left. You have to fulfill it in the way that Chazal prescribed. And there's a precedent for this. Tarsus writes in Masech the Sukkah and Avgimu Meralef Midaraisa. A person can fulfill the mitzvah of Sukkah if he's sitting Rosh of Arubo Besaycha Sukkah. His uh, head and most of his body is in the Sukkah. He can eat in the Sukkah. He can fulfill the mitzvah of Sukkah. Um, even if his table is outside of the sukkah. However, Chazal, uh, masakin, a person should not sit in that fashion, he should not sit like that with his table outside the sukkah, lest he lean over the table uh, and his head will be out of the sukkah. They were uh, concerned that uh, he'll leave the sukkah when he's eating. So therefore, they, they were masakin, you shouldn't sit in that fashion. So Taisus writes, the sukkah, that if a person sits like that, he's not yet to the mitzvah at all. Because Chazal redefined the mitzvah of sukkah that it has to be uh, you can't have your shulchan outside of the sukkah. And if you did it, you're not yet to the mitzvah, even midiraisa. Even though that's not part of the mitzvah midiraisa, Chazal redefined the mitzvah, and there's no uh, remnant, there's no uh, trace of the mitzvah midiraisa other than the way that Chazal prescribed to fulfill the mitzvah. Or, for example, the first Mishnah tells him Sechtas Baruchis. You could say, Kriyash Mashal Arvis, uh, until Alois HaShachar. That's the opinion of the Chacham Midairais, you could say it to Alois HaShachar. However, Midirabanon, the Chachamim were Mesakin, a big machlek, it's a different Tanoim in the first mission of Brochus. The opinion of the Chachamim and the way we paskin is that Lechachila, you're supposed to say, Kriyash Mashal Arvis, before Chatzay Salaila. Uh, lest a person uh, delay, and then he'll forget to recite Kriyash Mashal. Two in the morning already, he's going to forget. So best to do it before Chatzay Salaila, that way he won't forget. Let's say a person lands Kriyashma after Chatzai Salayla. Is he Yaitzi the Mitzvah Midaraisa of Kriyashma? So many Rishonim say yes, but Rabbeinu Yaina writes in the first Daf of Mesechtas Brachas, no, he's not Yaitzi Kriyashma. How could it be he's not Yaitzi Kriyashma? Midaraisa can say Kriyashma until uh, the first light. It begins to peak over the horizon. How could it be that he can't say after Chatzai? So Rabbeinu Yaina must be of the opinion that says the Prima Gadam learns that Chazal have the ability to redefine the mitzvah of Kriyashma Midaraisa. And if you fulfill it in any other way, you can't even salvage the mitzvah Midaraisa. You have to do it the way Chazal prescribed. Or something we're more familiar with comes up all the time is the Mishnah says in Masech the Saita, one of the things that's Nemeres Bechol Lashon, the Mishnah Saita lists all many, many things you could do in other languages, other than Lashon HaKadosh, one of them is Tfila. You could daven in another language. <coughs> However, the Yeshua Siakov writes in Shulchan Aruch, the Rebbe Ephraim Zama Margali says the same thing in a sefer called Safa Nehemona, that um, once the Anshay Knesset established an official text of Tfila, you have to recite that text. You, don't, you didn't have to say that text before, and it could have been, uh, you could daven in any language you wanted. But once Chazal established an official liturgy of tefillah, you can't be say with any other formulation. It has to be done in the way that Chazal established, and if you'll do it in any other way, you won't be even in fulfillment, perhaps, of the Mitzvah Midaraisa of, uh, of tefillah. Chazal redefined the Mitzvah Midarabanan. So, so too over here, uh, the Prima Gadim, huh? Are there, yeah, because sometimes not every derabanan redefines a mitzvah. Some derabanans, uh, Amir Olanachri, has nothing to do with redefining a mitzvah. Or even, or as we'll see from Rabbeinu Yon, other Rishonim might disagree as to what the thrust of the Din derabanan is. Many Rishonim disagree with Taisis, disagree with Rabbeinu All the examples we mentioned, there are those who disagree, probably because they would say, Chazal, we're concerned. You shouldn't say Kriyashmi after Chazal Salayla. Doesn't mean they redefine the mitzvah to be. 
limited till to, uh, till midnight. Especially when they define it. One could argue what did in mind when they did so. However, this uh, you know possibility exists. So it seems to be that that's the position of the rush. What happened here at the Kiddush B'Makam Suda? How could it be that the Mitzvah Midaraiz of Kiddush was a Ayan with a cup of wine? Chazal established to recite Kiddush together with the Suda, and now all of a sudden you can't be Yaisa Kiddush in any other way. If you'll do it not in conjunction with the Suda, it'll be a Brachal of Atala. So Prima Gandam in Chasinach explained, it must be the opinion of the rush is Chazal took Kiddush which was just over a cup of wine, and redefine the mitzvah that it has to be done in connection with the suda, and if you fulfill it in any other way, you won't be even able to salvage the mitzvah midairaisa, and the bracha will in fact be a bracha levatala. What does Rabbeinu Yaina hold? Rabbeinu Yaina you know, could, could, uh, or has this same uh, you know, um, conceptual idea elsewhere. So I believe that Rabbeinu Yaina uh, is of the opinion that Kiddush B'makam Suda is, um, is not an obligation in Kiddush. They're not redefining Kiddush. See, look at the Rush, the way the Rush um, explained the Allah of Kiddush and Makam Suda. The Rush writes, back in Ois Gimel, we skipped the first line. You can't have Kiddush unless it's in the place where your Suda is. Dechsev, as the Pasuk says in Sefer Yeshayahu, That's the Pasuk. You could call Shabbos a delight. But listen how the Rush phrases the, uh, the Drosha. B'makam Oineg in the place where you're having your delight, Sham Tehei Kriya. That's where your Kiddush should be. What's the subject of the sentence? Kiddush. In the place where you're having your Suda, that's where your Kiddush should be. What are we describing? What are we redefining? The mitzvah of Kiddush. It should be where your Suda is. The place of your Suda, that's where you should have your Kiddush. However, look in the Rashbam. When he quotes the same drasha, the last li- uh, second to the last line of Ois Beis, Dechsev, V'karasa L'Shabbos Oineg, B'makam, listen to the Rashbam's formulation, B'makam Shata Kore L'Shabbos, in the place where you're going to make Kiddush, Kloyma, Kriya De Kiddush, Shum, what's the subject of the sentence now? Tehei Oineg. That's where your Seuda should be. So it's not a halacha in Kiddush, you're not redefining Kiddush. It's rather that the Seuda uh, should have Kiddush accompanying the Seuda. Not because Kiddush has to be done uh, in the place of a Seuda, but because the Seuda needs Kiddush to precede it. According to the Rush, we redefine the mitzvah of Kiddush that it not only has to be done in conjunction with a case of wine, but also Seuda. Why? Presumably to elevate the status of Kiddush. We put a cup of wine with it, that makes it significant. We have cups of wine with Mila, with wedding. All these things need to have a cup of wine to give it significance in Chashivos. So the Rush feels that they elevated Kiddush even beyond that. It should be done in conjunction with a Seuda. So therefore, they redefine the mitzvah. If you fulfill it any other way, you won't be in fulfillment even of the mitzvah midday rice of Kiddush. However, the Rashbam uh, gives us the impression that this is not a halacha of uh, Kiddush, of elevating the status of Kiddush. It's rather that the Su'uda Shabbos needs to be labeled uh, that it's the covered Shabbos it's an order or be as a, as a reaction to the Kiddush of Shabbos. So therefore, we should begin the meal with Kiddush. We're not redefining the mitzvah of Kiddush at all. That's not the focus. The focus is Su'uda Shabbos has to have a Kiddush to precede it, to label it as a Su'uda Shabbos. Because the Mechilta Darajbi writes over here, Oizvav, that Zachar Siyom HaShabbos L'Kadshoi, uh, we should remember Shabbos to make it holy, not only through making Kiddush, but over Acher, L'Kadshoi B'Mokoim. B'Mokoim Atam I'm sorry, B'Mei Atam how do you make it holy? B'Maichol B'Mashkeo V'Ksus Nekiah. Not only by making Kiddush, but by having different clothes we wear on Shabbos, different uh, food 
and different drinks that we drink on Shabbos and uh, consume on Shabbos. So our eating on Shabbos should be different as well. How do we make our eating on Shabbos different? We're eating lunch today. We had lunch yesterday. We're eating supper tonight. We ate supper yesterday. The answer is by making Kiddush. It's a statement of principles before we begin the meal. What is the purpose of this meal? Build the shame Kiddush Shabbos. So therefore, Rabbeinu Yoyna presumably argued, we're not redefining Kiddush here at all. What is the focus of uh, the Takana Midrabanan of having Kiddush Makam Suda? It's not to elevate the Kiddush and redefine the Kiddush. It's rather to label the Suda as a Suda Shabbos. And therefore, if you did Kiddush Shalabi Makam Suda, you can still be Yaisa, the mitzvah of Kiddush Midoraisa. The mitzvah Midoraisa of Kiddush is still intact. Just Chazal established you should do it in connection uh, with the Suda. But if you did it not in connection with the Suda, you would still be yet to the midst of Kiddush Midday Raisa, and that's why the Rabbeinu Yonah didn't have as big of a problem with uh, continuing the practice of making Kiddush and Shul. You still have a Chiyafei Kiddush on the Suda. Oh, uh, so according to these two uh, you know, perspectives, and Kiddush Makam Suda are both mentioned in the Shulchan Aruch with regards to Kiddush and Shul. However, it seems to be the underlying issue, many other, and, you know, a number of other issues that come up very much Lamaisa with regards to Kiddush and as it relates to Kiddush Makam Suda. Uh, look over here in the Shulchan Aruch, Simon Reisha, and now of Sifiyot Beis. Shulchan Aruch says, "Acha shekidesh al kois." After you make kiddush on a cup of wine, no tol yadam avarach on atiyas yadaim, and then hamoyti. As we know, our practice is, I speak, for, I hope for most of us, most of us make kiddush, wash atiyas yadaim, and then hamoyti. Why do we do it? Why don't we make it in that fashion, in that order? Why don't we wash? It would consume time. You know, I'm sorry, it would expedite uh, the matter. Let's before we even sit down, let's wash, make kiddush, then hamoyti. So the Mishabura says you can't do that, or the opinion of the Shulchan Aruch is you shouldn't do that. We don't want to separate, have a hefsik between the Tilsi Yadayim and Amoitzi. What's going to be the hefsik? The hefsik will be Kiddush. So the opinion of the Shulchan Aruch seems to be like the Rush. Kiddush Memakam Suda is not because the Suda and Kiddush have been uh, merged, have been united into one common uh, you know, theme. It's rather that the Suda should be, uh, take place in the place where you're making Kiddush in order to elevate the Hashivas of Kiddush. But Kiddush and Hamaitzi remain two separate objectives. So therefore, Kiddush should take place before Netiyos Yadayim, otherwise it'll be a hefzik between Netiyos Yadayim and Hamaitzi. However, the opinion of the Ramah is, and this is the practice of the German Jews, the uh, Yaksha community, You shall wash before Kiddush, then make Kiddush and go straight into Hamaitzi. As the extra community does, a few blocks from here. They wash, Kiddush, then Hamoitzi. What ha- is it? Why isn't it a hefsik between Atilas Yadayim and Hamoitzi? And I believe the answer is because the Ramah is following the perspective of Rabbeinu Yaina. That Kiddush B'makom Sud is not to elevate the Chashivas of Kiddush. We're really defining the mitzvah of Kiddush. No, it's in order to label the Suda as different from the Sudas during the week. This is a Suda Shabbos. And how are we going to declare that and, you know, demarcate it? By making Kiddush at the beginning. <laughs> So therefore, Kiddush fits right in with the Suda. It's not a hefzik between the Tilos Yadayim and Amotzi. It's in fact part of what you're doing. So it makes perfect sense that it should be between the Tilos Yadayim and Amotzi. And the Shulchan Aruch and the Ramah seem to argue about this in one other place. Uh, the Kleisenberger Rebbe and the Divrei Yatsev writes that this Shulchan Aruch and the Ramah on the Shittasam. Because the Shulchan Aruch writes over here, Semeresha Yenav Sif Yud, how should you recite Kiddush? In what position? Va'oymer, Kiddush Friday night. Va'oymer, Vayechulu Me'umad. You should say, it's the first part of Kiddush while you're standing, because that, says the Mishnah Brewers, and you have to stand while you're giving testimony. Then, opinion of the Shulchan Aruch is you should sit for Bari Priyagafen and Kiddush. Why? Because you're being mighty others, the Mishnah Brewer explains. And if you're being mighty others, we all have to come together as some sort of group. 
And if we're all wandering around the room or standing, we seem like just, you know, strangers who happen to be in the same place. So in order to be mighty the group, you should sit down when you make Bari Priyagafen and Kiddush. Stand up for Vayachulu and only sit down for Bari Priyagafen and Kiddush. But you should stand up for Vayachulu. That's the opinion of the Shulchan Aruch. The Ramah disagrees. He says, Yachulamad Bishasa Kiddush, you could stand for the whole thing. And in fact, that's the practice of the Ariha Kaddish, is to stand for all of Kiddush. But that's not found in the page in the, in the Shulchan Aruch itself. So the Ramah says, Yachulamad Bishasa Kiddush, but Yoyser Tov Leishev, better to sit for the whole thing. And then, um, the Ramah continues after the bracket, Benoigen Leishev, Af Bishoshem Abayachulu. Best to sit even when you say by Yechulu, just the Ramah says he had the practice, or some of the practice, Rakshim Achil and Oimdin Ksas, the Kavad Hashem, Vayehi Erev, I'm sorry, Yom Hashishi, Vayechulu Hashemayim, those four words you should stand, because it's Barashi Tevas the Shem Havaya. Yom Hashishi, Vayechulu Hashemayim. So that Shem Havaya you should stand, then the Ramah, I've never seen that, and then the Ramah sits right after that. Those who follow the Ramah sit the entire time. They sit the entire time. Why should you sit for all of Kiddush? Shulchan Aruch had a good argument. What happened to Bria Shemayim Va'aret? That it's Eidos, you're giving testimony. So the Mishnah Brewer explains, the Ramah held you should sit for the entire thing because that is a greater fulfillment of Kiddush B'malkum Suda. The Suda is going to be said sitting. Why shouldn't you sit for Kiddush too? So the Ramah understood that Kiddush is the beginning of the Suda. A Skvius Suda, you're going to sit for the Suda. So you should sit for Kiddush too, the entire Kiddush. And therefore, the Ramah held that you, you should sit for all of Kiddush. Just like the Suda is going to be sitting, the Kiddush should be sitting. Because the Ramah understood that the purpose of Kiddush is to label the Suda as a Suda Shabbos. So therefore, uh, it could be made in between a Tilas Yadayim and Amoitzi. And uh, you just, if you're going to sit for the Suda, you should sit for the Kiddush too. It's a greater fulfillment, enhanced fulfillment of Kiddush from Suda. And the Shulchan Aruch uh, follows the other uh, point of view, that of the Rosh, that this is not redefining, this is not, uh, I'm sorry, labeling the Suda as a Suda Shabbos. It's not part of the Suda. It's a separate idea. Kiddush and Suda Shabbos are two separate things. But the uh, Kiddush should be done in connection with the Suda to elevate the status of the Kiddush, the Hasidus of the Kiddush. But then, uh, Kiddush is his own thing. So we have uh, another, uh, another uh, you know, something that we would like to fulfill, and that is to recite the Eidus for Bia Shemayim Varetz while we're standing. And that doesn't disturb uh, the notion of Kiddush and Makam Suda, because the two are not uh, connected. Kiddush is one item, and the Suda is another item, and therefore Kiddush shouldn't be in between the Tilas Yadayim and Amaitzi, and Kiddush can be said standing, but the opinion of the Shulchan Aruch was very Priyagafen, and the second part of Kiddush should be said sitting, because that's only because you're being Maitzi, others are Dei Chayvasam, and um, in order to do so, we have to come together as a group. Those who follow the Ariya Kaddish, that they, um, that they stand for all of Kiddush, that's why many have the practice who do that in the Chesidish communities, that everyone makes their own Kiddush. They're not even being Moetzi, the other men at the table. Everyone's going to make their own Kiddush. So the two go hand in hand. That's uh, the reason. However, the Shulchan Aruch seems to be of the opinion Kiddush and Suda are, not, are two separate things. Kiddush and Malcolm Suda is in order to elevate the status of the Kiddush. This Machlaikas also seems uh, to be the issue with the uh, well-known position of the Go'enim. The Shulchan Aruch, what, as to what constitutes a Suda. Shulchan Aruch tells us over here, Samarisha and Gimel Sif Hei, What's considered a suuda? Even if you didn't have bread with the kiddush, you ate something else. That's okay too. You drank enough wine that you have a bracha chreina revius of wine. You're done. You fulfilled kiddush b'makom suuda. You know. You know, what do we say at the end of Yom Kippur? Go, eat whatever you want, wherever you want, you're done. 
you're already fulfilled Kiddush Makam Suda. V'davka ocho lechem That's only though if you had bread or you drank wine, you're chayven ala michya, about ocho peiros loy. If all you had was fruit, that's not good enough. So Magnavram writes from the fact that they say, well, if all you have is fruit, that's not good enough because all you make is a very nefoshis. What if you had a mezoinus, cake? Says the Magnavram, he called Makam Nirali, the Ba'echomini Targima, Mehei Minim, from the Chamishas Mine Dagan, the Akapanam Chashivit Tvegosu, the Shabbos Miyayin, you're going to make an alamich even more so than wine. So certainly that would be considered Kiddush B'Makam Su'uda. With regards to the cup of wine, the Taz Sakasha, that if uh, you have to drink a cup of wine, in order, uh, I'm sorry, if drinking a cup of wine is sufficient for Kiddush B'makam Suda, so the Taz says, then every single person who makes Kiddush will by definition be Yaitse Kiddush B'makam Suda, because everybody who's making Kiddush is drinking a cup of wine. So what did Chazal accomplish or add by their, uh, by their Takana to make Kiddush B'makam Suda? Every person who makes Kiddush is going to drink a cup of wine. You have to drink Meloy Lugmav, one cheekful, which is Rav Revius. So now you have to drink a whole Revius. They didn't really accomplish too much. If their whole takan of Kiddush Makam Suda is you could be yaitzi with a cup of wine, everybody's making Kiddush. You're going to have a drink a cup of wine, yeah? It's a la Many held, you have to drink the wine. So, so what did they accomplish? <laughs> so the Taz says, it must be that you have to drink a second case of wine. The first case of wine for Kiddush, that's uh, not Bob Echezben. That doesesn't count. You have to drink a second case of wine. So Ramosha writes in Igor's Maisha that one could have argued with the Taz. Because the, yes, for the person who's making Kiddush, Perhaps Chazal didn't add too much. It took you from a Maloy Mugmav, which is a cheekful, a Rav Revius, to a Revius. But not everyone is making Kiddush. So the Takan of Kiddush Makam Suda applies to everyone else in the room. That they now can't be, I'd say, with just uh, apple. They have to have Mizainis. Ah, so, or they have to drink a case of wine now, too, to be, I'd say, Kiddush Makam Suda. So maybe it adds for other people. So Maisha says other people don't have to drink a second case of wine. If you're the guy making Kiddush, so then, Rabbi Meir says, maybe there's an Indian to drink a second case of wine to be yaitzik kishimakam suda. But everybody uh, doesn't necessarily, uh, could be yaitzik with one case of wine. They don't have to drink two cases. Perhaps, uh, you know, it's only for the guy who's making kiddish. Either way, huh? What about then in shul? In shul, one guy's going to make kiddish. No, but you should be able to make kiddish in shul. It's a kiddish makam suda for the guy who's making kiddish. For the guy who's making kiddish. And he drinks wine. Drinks wine. It's not like the rush. It's not like the rush. Other case of wine is also a makam suda. It's not like the rush. It can't be like the rush. Could be. No, the rush says brachal atala. What's the problem? You drink these wine, you're Ah, so why is it even a brachal atala? You're saying a different kasha. Okay, fine. Yeah, very good. Anyway, that's the opinion of the guy As we all know, one could be yaitzi kiddish makam suda. You should be makbit to have a mezainis, or if you like drinking wine, to drink. You know, a case of wine or a revius of wine also be yaitze, but you have to make an alamichia. You can be yaitze, kiddish makam suda in that fashion. However, the Bir Alocha quotes from the Maiserah from the Gra, the Sefer Maiserah, Koshya Gra, af be kiddish hayoim, not only Friday night, even kiddish during the day, which is only in the Rabbanon, lo ha mekadesh el bemakam suuda gemura. Only pass. That's the, why some amachmer not to eat a kiddishim at all. They would only make kiddish makam suda on bread. And that's the opinion of Taisus in Mesechtas Psachim. Says Taisus over here, Oisiyot Nira Dahainu Tiimas Lechem. What's Kiddush Makom Suda? Dafka Pas. So why should it have to be Dafka bread? 
So I believe that uh, this issue uh, depends upon uh, the two perspectives and why or what is the, the focus of Kiddush Mekam Su'uda. If Kiddush Mekam Su'uda is to elevate the status of the Kiddush, as the Rosh said, we redefine the mitzvah of Kiddush, it has to be done Mekam Su'uda, any other place would be a brachal of Atala, because they redefine the mitzvah. To elevate the chashivas of Kiddush, it should be done not only in connection with a cup of wine, but a suda too. So anything that's chashiv, doesn't have to be bread. It could be uh, mezainus, it could be another cup of wine, you're making alamechia, that's enough chashivas, that's the threshold of chashivas, you're ready to get to Kiddush from suda. However, if Kiddush Makam Suda is to label the Suda, it's not a halach in Kiddush. We don't even define the mitzvah of Kiddush. It's that the Suda should be different than during the week, and how are we going to accomplish that by making Kiddush beforehand? So then it has to do, be done in conjunction specifically with Lechem, with your Suda Shabbos, which has to be Lechem Mishnah. That there's no compromising on. So since you're going to have to have Lechem Mishnah, that's your Suda Shabbos, so your Kiddush has to be made uh, prior to the Lechem. So therefore, Rav Meisha writes in Igris Meisha, Rav Sternbach has this in Shuvah Svan Hagas and others as well, that even if you're going to be Soymech on the Ga'inim, uh, to make Kiddush and Shul and eat Mazinus or another cup of wine, when you get it, so that follows the opinion of, uh, of the Rosh, the Kiddush Makam Suda is to elevate the status of the Kiddush. But when you get home and you're going to begin your Suda Shabbos to fulfill the opinion of Rabbeinu Yaina and the other opinion of Rishayim, the Ramah, all these is mentioned in Shulchan Aruch, both perspectives. So you should, uh, before beginning your meal, recite Kiddush again in order to label the Suda as a Suda Shabbos, in order to fulfill all of the opinions. So once you make Kiddush in Shul, you make Kiddush in Shul, you had yeah, your cake. No. Correct. But you were Soymech on the Goinim. You want to be Machmah like the girl, be Machmah like the girl. But you were Soymech on the Goinim. Ah, but you want to fulfill the other opinion. What's the other opinion? That the purpose of Kiddush Makam Suda is to label the Suda, the Suda Shabbos. So when you get home, make Kiddush Nachamal. You should wash first then. Huh? If you're doing that, make Kiddush again. There is one opinion, and perhaps this notion of making Kiddush twice already found in the Shilte Gibarim, and the Shilte Gibarim is well known uh, for another reason. Mishnah Brewer quotes it. The Shilte Gibarim writes over here, Oisid Beis, that not only, even more makel than the Gainim, not only is Kiddush Makam Suda, does one have to fulfill with Mazainis or wine, you make an Alamichya, the Shilte Gibarim says, anything you eat on Shabbos, uh, because it's a fulfillment of Ainik Shabbos, has been elevated and now has the status of an Achilas Keva, of a permanent. Type of suuda says the shulchan gibarim v'chein im hayaroitz alecho minei megadim babayis echad. You want a nash over here? V'od hayaroitz alecho ikas suudas babayis echad. But you're going to go home and eat at home. Familiar with this situation? Mekadesh b'makom shayach achil rishayna. Make kiddush in the place you're going to have your first achila. Ve'ain tzarch lekadi b'makom suuda shnia. You don't have to make full kiddush. Full kiddush when you get home, you don't have to do. Why not? Everything you eat on Shabbos has an elevated status because it's a fulfillment of the mitzvah of Einik Shabbos, and therefore it's considered Achilas Keva. He's basing himself off of Gemara Masechtas Be'ah. The Gemara says in Masechtas Be'ah, unique halach with regards to Tevel. Tevel is produce that hasn't had tithes, uh, you know, Truma Maisa removed from it. So if you eat it, you have Kares, it needs to be Daraisa. However, there's a unique halacha with regards to Tevel. Before it's being finished, uh, the production process has been finished, before Re'iyas, Panei Abayas, if you're still in the field, you can snack on it. Achilas Arai is allowed. Achilas Keva not, like kind of you know, roaming in the supermarket. You take an apple, no one's going to tackle you. But if uh, Achilas Keva, that's already wrong. Okay, so here, Achilas, I'm not promoting that, I'm just... Achilas Arai, it's still going to Achilas Arai is uh, Tevel is allowed. Achilas Keva, not allowed. So it says the Gemara Masechtas Bay over there, though, that if whatever you eat on Shabbos is an Achilas Keva, you can't snack on Tevel on Shabbos. 
before Reiyas Pnei Abayas, because it's a fulfillment of Einik Shabbos, enjoying Shabbos, Shabbos is a delight, and therefore, since it has the status of a mitzvah of Einik Shabbos, whatever you eat will be Achilles Kavit, you can't snack on Tebel uh, on Shabbos. So too says the Shulchan Gibarim, any little thing you eat on Shabbos, a piece of gefilte fish, a kiyum of Einik Shabbos, now it's already considered to be Kiddush B'makam Seuda. And the Mishnah Bura quotes this, Shulchan Gibarim, that B'Shas Hadchak, uh, a person could perhaps rely on the Shilta Gibarim that whatever you eat on Shabbos is Kiddush B'makam Suda. Even a piece of uh, filter fish uh, should be enough. Now, the truth of the matter is, the argument of the Shilta Gibarim, if one wants to accept that, it's fine, but it has other ramifications as well. For example, uh, we discussed a few weeks ago about a person eating cake. And we said a cake is mezainus, but if you eat enough of it, that it's a meal's worth, you have to wash and make hamoitzi. So if every eating on Shabbos is an achilas keva, permanent seuda, so the Sharei Tshuva quotes in Hilchah Shabbos one opinion, that every piece of cake you eat on Shabbos, now choshev, you have to wash and make hamaytzi. Now we don't accept that, but it's based on the same Gemara Masech Tezbeah. Everything you eat on Shabbos is choshev, every piece of cake is a meal. Or on Sukkot as well, and not only, even though it says V'karasal Shabbos Oineg, we assume Oineg applies on Yom Tov too, not only on Shabbos. So uh, on Sukkot, we know you can eat an achilas arai, one piece of cake outside of the sukkah is okay. Best to eat in the sukkah, but you don't have to. But then the Shari Tshuva quotes one opinion, again, Hilchus uh, Sukkah, that why not? Why could you even eat a piece of cake outside of the sukkah on Shabbos or Yantif? It's Shabbos and Yantif. It's a fulfillment of Einik Shabbos and Yantif. It's Choshuv. Now it's an achilas kevah. You have to eat in the sukkah. We don't accept those chumras. We all eat cake and make a mezainus and alamichia on Shabbos. So the argument of the Shilta Giborim is far-reaching, but at least when it comes to Kiddush Malkam Suda, B'Shas Erchach, one could be Saimich on this Shilta Giborim. It's well known that Rav on uh, Pesach, where you always have a problem that there's no Mezainus, people want to make Kiddush after Shul, long davening, and they don't want to go necessarily right into their meal, but there's no Mezainus uh, to eat, if you're Makbed on Gebrox, or uh, even those who only want to eat Shmur Matzah, not a cake with Matzah meal. So Rav Moshe didn't have any Mezainus uh, there, and it's well known that Rav Moshe, it's in the Igris Moshe too, that Rav Moshe would make Kiddush on Pesach uh, without uh, having Mezainus or even drinking a second cup of wine. Rav Moshe held like the Shilta Gibarim, that uh, whatever you eat on Shabbos, the status has been elevated and has the status of an Achilles Kevin. You can be Yaitzay Kiddush from Malcolm Suda, therefore on Pesach, even with a piss of gefilte fish. However, Rabbi is quick to point out, though, look at the last line of the Shulti Gibarim. Shulti Gibarim says, back in Oisid Bay's, Val Hasuda Shnia, when you get home, after you had your piece of gefilte fish, he's even talking about Friday night, Val Suda Shnia, Mivark Bayer you don't make all of Kiddush, but you make a bari priyagofen. Make Kiddush like you would make Shabbos morning. When you get home, make a bari priyagofen. Why? So Ramesha says, because, yes, it's kosher to eat a piece of gefilte fish on Shabbos. So you elevated the status of the Kiddush. But there's the second element as well. And that is to label your suda as a suda Shabbos. So the Shodagi Barim says, when you get home, make nacha Kiddush. This Kiddush, not for the purpose of the mitzvah of Kiddush and elevating the status of the Kiddush, you're ready where you'd say that. But in order to label the Suda as a Suda Shabbos, so Ramesh is very mockbit about that, even if you're going to be relying on the Shilta Gibarim to Yatsi Kiddush Makam Suda and Shul with your piece of gefilte fish alone without having Mazinus and wine, best to have Mazinus and wine. But if a person's not going to do that, or even if you do do that, when you get home, a person should be mockbit to make Kiddush again. Okay.